0: Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Another week has gone by. I can't believe it. I mean, time just flies. Here we are doing another Q&A, though. And uh, I have a funny little story to share, too, because I was in an Uber and my Uber driver was like, you're never going to guess who my customer was before you. And I was like, "Mm, I'm probably not going to guess. I mean, I was thinking maybe a country artist, a country star, something like we're in Nashville. Maybe he drove Keith Urban or something. But he was like, no, it was a rooster. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. It's a rooster. But he said that this couple got divorced and they have shared custody of this rooster and they don't like interacting face to face. So they don't like to drop the rooster off at each other's houses whenever, you know, from week to week, whenever they have to trade off, because then they have to see each other. And so they use an Uber driver uh, every time to transport the little rooster, like every week, like, I don't know how often they switch, but it's just like, oh, wow, that's crazy. So that's my little fun Uber story. So if you've ever wondered, will it Uber? Like, can you Uber a rooster? Yeah, you can. We play that game on the Bobby Bone Show sometimes. We haven't done it in a while because Bobby started to get a low Uber rating and he didn't want it affecting his Uber score because we would Uber the most ridiculous things. And if the Uber driver was annoyed, he would give him a bad rating. Um, But that's, you know, fun game. If you're ever bored on the weekend, you can play Will It Uber with your friends. Um, Thank you so much for sending questions in for this week's Q&A. Really appreciate that. If you ever have anything you want to share or question, you just know that you can hit us up, hit me up at 4 brown at gmail.com. First question is from Rochelle. Hey, Amy, I've been a listener for many years and I love your podcast. Also, love, love, love Dr. Lewis. He's our family physician. Can't do any better. I just want to ask what color of lipstick you wear in most of your picks because it looks great. Thanks so much. Well, first of all, Rochelle, shout out Dr. Lewis. He's amazing. He's my husband's best friend, Dr. Kevin Lewis. So if you live in Austin and you're looking for a family physician, you definitely should go check him out. And then secondly, I wear NARS. Crushing is the name of it. I put that on first. And then over it, I put Ice Queen, which is by Lipstick Queen. So there's a lot of queens in there. I get the NARS like at – you can find that really anywhere – Uh, but I get it at Nordstrom. And then Lipstick Queen, I get at Cosmetic Market, but you might be able to find that online. And again, it's Ice Queen and just adds like frosted over it. Maybe sometimes it's like too much frosting, like I need to calm down, but I I really like that combo. So there you go. Um, Next question, I get this one a lot, um, but this one happens to be from someone else named Amy. And uh, she said, I see on your Amazon page, you have an air fryer pinned I've been on the fence about getting one for a while and was wondering how often you use yours and what you generally cook in there. Um, I've seen a lot of good recipes on Instagram, very interested in your opinion and thoughts on size. And I don't want to keep it on the counter, so wondering how portable it is, and it seems quite large. So, Amy, yes, it is large. I don't keep it on the counter. I keep it in my pantry, and it's, but it's easy to pull out and put on the counter back and forth. Um, I will say when I first got it, I used it a lot, and I got the extra large because I have a husband and two kids So I was making bigger batches of things, um, this, these emails, like, I don't know why, I guess maybe because of my Amazon page, I've been getting this question, but it's making me want to bust it out more because, um, like, Oh, when I first got it, I was obsessed with making sweet potato fries, which it's a really easy way to make it. You can make it with a little bit of oil or you can make it oil free um but Laura Lee Balanced um she her website is llbalanced.com and she has an air fryer buffalo cauliflower recipe and it's amazing it's so good and it's crispy cauliflower like it tastes like you know buffalo chicken wings or that you would eat but it's you know with cauliflower Kelly the Vec also has a similar recipe so you can just google air fryer recipes, and I do think that you'll use it, and I do think that you'll like it. I personally wish that I busted out mine more, but I'm just being honest that I definitely used it a lot in the beginning, and now I'm kind of reminded that I need to use it more. So if you've got a good family and you're trying to eat healthy and maybe cut back on fried stuff, but you still want that fried feeling, now don't get it wrong. It's not going to taste like a legit waffle fry from Chick-fil-A or anything, but it, it, it does taste good. And it and it is an easy way to cook. And a lot of times you don't you don't even have to use the oil if you don't want to at all. So air fryer for the win, it is on my Amazon page. You can get to that by going to radioamy.com. And again, I got this size extra large. Next question is from Olivia. Said, hey, Amy, I work similar hours as you. I'm up at four, back home by nine, and then I'm a full time stay at home mom to a three and a four year old. My husband and I own some businesses. He works 60 hours a week. He doesn't get home till eight o'clock some nights when I'm winding down and ready for bed. So, how do you balance sleep and time with your husband? He wants me to stay up till 10 and spend time with him, but then I'm barely functioning as a human trying to keep two kids alive during the day. Help. Oh, girl. I feel you on having different schedule than your husband. And then even all your friends, quite honestly, because sometimes you're just trying to go to bed because you have to wake up so early, but normal people are having dinner and out to eat. Sometimes when I am out to eat, like if, if I'm having an abnormal weeknight and I'm out at like seven or eight o'clock at night, instead of getting ready or in bed by eight, I'm like, whoa, the world is still alive at this time. Like this is what normal people do. Um, cause I do think that, the majority of people are not waking up at like four in the morning, but, um, I will say that you just have to be intentional about time with your husband and even with your family for that matter. Um, I think the best thing that you can do is like, if your husband can be considerate of what time that you need to go to bed, then maybe he can come and get in bed with you and like fall asleep with you. That would be super sweet. Sometimes my husband will do that with me. Like, We'll throw on some Netflix and then I'll fall asleep. And then once I'm asleep, he'll get back up and do some work because he doesn't have to wake up as early as I do. Um, But with that said, I will say there's a lot of mornings. He just wakes up with me and it's amazing. I don't know if that's an option for your husband, but- it's actually really thoughtful, and he'll wake up and make my hot lemon water for me and just stay up, and then he'll get his day going, and he feels like he gets a lot more accomplished. But, again, your husband is working 60-hour weeks, so he probably wants to get his rest and maybe sleep in until at least 6. Um, you can – You know, find other ways to connect, like outside of the bedroom and outside of sleep hours. Um, You know, just make sure that you've got some undistracted time together on your calendar where you can really focus on each other. My husband and I love taking walks together um, when we can, or we'll sneak off and go grab a bite to eat without the kids. I know that you have a three and a four-year-old, so it's a little different. You can't leave them at home alone, but – or maybe you all just schedule – time at the dinner table together to connect or have a glass of wine together if you want to. Um, but I will say, say my husband and I get to go on a walk, like I will not bring my cell phone. Um, sometimes I forget and I bring it. And I'm like, uh, but when I'm being intentional about it, I leave my phone at home and it's a lot easier. And maybe this is on the weekend that you get the opportunity to do this, but you're being intentional about connecting and having that one-on-one communication and you're not being distracted by TV or sleep or um sorry Instagram or emails or anything like that. Um I guess I threw sleep in there just now because I was thinking just because you can't go to bed together at the same time, like sleeping together is it's it's cute and awesome and all, but it's not spending quality time together, which is a lot of times what you're lacking. Um, and just laying in bed together watching Netflix is really amazing too, but you're still not connecting, connecting. And then also like just communicate and be respectful of each other and each other's schedules, because you're both working weird hours. You're both, you know, have demanding things happening and just communicate when you're feeling like, okay, I need time with you. Like this is going to be a little bit of sacrifice on my end or your end when it comes to rest, but we have got to find time to connect, whether it be emotionally, physically, um, or whatever the need is, you've got to communicate about it because if you don't, then it's going to be something that kind of builds up inside and then you end up fighting about it because you just don't feel connected. And then that's just like, no bueno, no, no fun at all whatsoever. So I hope that helps. I know that, I mean, I'm certainly not an expert when it comes to that, but I do understand that disconnect that happens when you're just trying to go to bed at eight o'clock and somebody else gets to stay up until 10 and then you feel like you're missing out. But, um, so good luck with that, Olivia. And, um, you know, ask other friends what they do to see what you can do there and tell your husband about it. Make sure that he knows that you're feeling this way. Um next email is from Becky. Hey Amy, I've got a couple of questions about some items on your Amazon page, um spirulina and kelp noodles. Just curious what you do with those. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Thanks. So Becky spirulina just to kind of clue people in on what it is. It's like a blue-green algae. It's got a lot of nutrients, some B vitamins, beta carotene, vitamin E, antioxidants, minerals, chlorophyll, and it's also used as a vegan protein. So you can stir a small amount of spirulina into a glass of water and just throw it back, or you can add it to some juice. I personally don't really drink juice because there's a lot of sugar in there, but you could do that if you wanted to just knock it back. And some people mix it with coconut water though, and it's like extra hydrating. Then you can also throw it in smoothies, which is typically what I do, Um, And like it's, you can sort of taste it, but it'll definitely make whatever you put it in like this bright green blue color, like a really deep, deep, deep color. So don't be freaked out by that. If you do shoot it straight, it might turn your teeth that color for a little bit. So make sure you've got some clear water to like swish around in your mouth and swallow. So that way your teeth are not blue. Um, And as for the kelp, uh, kelp is an edible brown seaweed. And I love the noodles because they add crunch to things. Um, and it's an alternative to pasta. Now, listen, if you're like a carbo freak and you love spaghetti, like this is just, you're going to be like, what, this is not an alternative. This tastes nothing like pasta, but for me it works. And I actually mix it with spaghetti squash to add more to my meal without adding more like calories or anything. And it mixes right in. And again, kind of gives it a crunch. Kelp noodles are low calorie, low carb, fat-free, sugar-free. They've got vitamins A, B, and C. They have minerals like magnesium, calcium, zinc, and iron. And um, you can really just play around with a bunch of different recipes. There's tons online you can Google. Um, Kimberly Snyder has a really good one that's a mixed veggie and kelp noodle salad recipe. Again, to the salad, it just adds like an extra crunch. And kelp noodles will kind of take on the flavor of whatever you add to them. They kind of soak up that that flavor. So Kimberly, uh, you can just Google Kimberly Snyder mixed veggie and kelp noodle salad recipe if you want to find that one. Okay. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Last email is from Misty. She said, hey, I know you had to deal with the death of your mom, and now my family is going through a similar situation. So I wondered if you had any advice. We found out my mother-in-law has stage four lung cancer in both lungs and another type of cancer. They can't treat it, and they've given her weeks to live. So I just wondered if there was anything you wish you had asked your mother and done. We're spending all the time with her that we can. Um, She's talked about the wishes for her funeral. I just really don't know what to do and don't know what to do for my husband, um I think the Pimp and Joy line that you have in honor of your mother is the best thing ever. My daughter and I saved up and we were finally able to both get a t-shirt and we wear them proudly. Um Misty, I'm so sorry that you all are having to go through this. I know that it's really really hard. Um what stood out to me most with the is when you said I don't know what to do for my husband because I feel like that's how my husband felt about um me and and my sister and my family when we were going through the loss of of my mom and You know, no, no two cases are the same. So I'm sharing with you my experience, but really everything that you're experiencing might be a little bit different. But I, I got your email and then I talked to my husband about it and we kind of talked about things that were really helpful and that, um, I appreciated from him. And so I think what, what you can offer to your husband and his family is to listen Like you, you can't fix anything, but if you're a good listener during this time, that means a lot. Like it's really meaningful. It's very helpful for maybe your husband or his family. Like if they could use you, sometimes they just need to vent and share, and they're not looking for you to actually say anything or solve anything because you can't, um, but you can be that ear and, you know, you can just be there to just understand that it's hard and be a shoulder for them. Um, and you can't pretend it's not happening. So when you're there listening, it's like, okay, I'm here. I I don't know what to do, but but I'm here with you and I will listen and try to do the best that I can. Um as someone that is like I don't know how close you are to your mother-in-law, but I mean, I'm sure that it's hard especially because you're super close to your husband, but you could be someone that maybe helped with daily tasks or at least could Coordinate with daily tasks or set up an email or a text chain. My husband was really good about that for me and my sister. And we're kind of lucky too because my husband and my sister's husband have been best friends since they were kids. So they were able to tackle things together for us, but they would coordinate things with other family members and friends. Like, because my sister had four kids and she was busy caring for my mom. And, you know, my mom was in hospice care in my sister's house. So there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done, like laundry and cooking and you know, during the final week of her life, just so that everything didn't spiral out of control. So, um, like someone has to spearhead coordinating the people and the daily tasks and stuff that needs to get done to keep the house moving so that there's not that added stress of just chaos and hecticness. And then people also want to be informed, like how, how is she doing day to day, especially if she's on the decline and she just has a few weeks. I, I think with that said too, I think it's good that y'all've discussed her funeral plans. Ugh, I know how hard that is. Like I remember my sister and I having that conversation with my mom, and it's just, ooh, that's a that's a tough one. But I think it's so good to know um her desires and what she wants, and that you can do your best to fulfill that um once the time comes. Um, but a lot of people are gonna be wanna wanna be up to date on on where she is daily. And then when that time comes, like They're going to want to know, but you don't need, your husband doesn't need to be the one like having to update everybody. Um, so maybe you could help coordinate with that, like again, on an email or a text chain or something. And that also, um, can be the same group of people that can be providing meals for the family if there's stuff that needs to be brought over. Um, and then just, I think, making sure that you're supportive to other people that might be caring for her or other family members too, not just your husband, um, because it's such a stressful, stressful time. So and everyone's kind of juggling a lot. Um, But again, you can kind of be that liaison to the other people that want to help. And you're kind of, unfortunately, the stage that you're in isn't The beginning, actually, I don't know how recently she was diagnosed with stage four, but um, you know, if you are towards the end, this is just another piece of advice that I'll give to anybody. Maybe you don't have anybody in your life that has cancer now, but maybe you will in the future. And I would say that in the beginning, you kind of have all hands on deck, and there's so many people that want to be involved, and support is coming in like crazy. But I would say just make sure you're one of those people that continues to offer support because sometimes a cancer diagnosis can, you know, lead into a year or two years or three years of treatment. And you do see, you know, the help kind of, you know, not it's just not as many people show up as they did in the beginning. So if you can kind of be intentional about someone that's around from like day one or as much as you possibly can. Um, then th- that's my encouragement to anybody else listening that may be on this journey at some point in their life is like, don't be someone that just shows up right in the beginning when it's really tough. And this is a reminder to myself too in and in other people in my life that are going through something. It's like, you're shocked at the beginning. You're like, oh my gosh, what can I do? I'll do whatever. And then, you know, several months into it, uh, people aren't showing up as much when there's still just as much happening in that person's life as day one. So, um, Yeah, Misty, again, so sorry that y'all are going through this, thoughts and prayers. I I hope that that was helpful information. That's just kind of what my husband and I talked about. If you have any other questions, maybe um, you can email me again, uh, and just we'll be praying for you during this time, because I know it's super tough. Uh, I appreciate everybody's emails, as always. Hope you're having an excellent Tuesday. And we will be back on Thursday. I've got Adam Bobo coming back on. So um, he is a nurse, my male nurse guy that comes on from time to time. He does IVs here in Nashville. He has a business called Arate Nashville, and they do the IV hydration. And I don't know, he just kind of knows a lot about different things. So we're going to really hone in on glutathione because that's another thing I get a lot ever, every time people listen to the podcast with him where he came on and sort of briefly brought up glutathione and um, I get a lot of emails. So I thought, well, I should have him back on and we'll do like a deep dive into that. So he will be on and then we'll talk about uh, three other things. In addition, don't have it quite figured out exactly what those other three things are going to be, but I, I will keep y'all keep y'all posted. And if you have any other episodes that you've missed, which I'm sure there probably is some, you can go back and listen to them. And that way you're all caught up. Okay. Thanks for listening and subscribing and rating and reviewing and all the things. If you haven't done that, well, there's still time. There's still time. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Betterhelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. So, join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.